All right, welcome back to another episode of Coming Off the Bench. We are up and out of there early this morning. If you hear yeah, my, if you hear my morning voice, it's because I do have my morning voice. Um, and it's in the morning. It's the morning. It is just after five, yep. just before six o'clock in the morning here, and. Brandon and I are trying something new here, uh, waking up early to try and podcast, uh, and uh, that's where we're that's at. Right. I'm, yeah. not a, I'm not awake yet, so. De- dedicated. Dedication, I guess, yeah. Another another thing to put in our, yep. our documentary one day. Um, Brandon. Do you, think it would be a, do you think that would be a fun documentary? I don't know. If, if, of our podcast <laughs> i don't know i think it'd be fun i don't know if other people would <laughs> that's true that's true looking back on our on how we started and where we're at now <laughs> that'd be fun we don't have any video though that's true we have no we have be- <laughs> zero video <laughs> no we do remember the ice bucket challenge the ice that's bu- about yeah it. that's about it that we had um the pull-ups at espen shades oh shoot we do we did that <laughs> i forgot about that one yeah <laughs> And then I don't think we have any other video, but I'm talking video of like our first episode in the basement, all of that. Like we don't have any pictures or videos or anything like that of that setup that I know of. Nope. But you know, the humming of the, uh, the AC unit and, yep. and just like back yeah. where we started and now we're here yep. Started from the bottom, literally a basement. Well, we're in my bit, ba- we're in my basement and you're in your attic. So technically yeah. I'm still at the bottom. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> we're still at the bottom yeah um <clears throat> but not for long nope, ESP, not. espn we're coming um raspy and all um <laughs> yep all right brandon are you aware did you see there's no more undefeated teams in the nfl uh sadly i did you doing okay but not really um, no, I'm not, I'm doing better. This is, for one, sure. this but. is one of those sad weeks of Brandon's life where the Eagles lose and then <laughs> the Cowboys win. So, yeah, I was, so I was talking, I was talking to you yesterday, but like I said, I can't remember. It's been a while since the Eagles lost. I mean, it was the Super Bowl, <laughs> but still regular season <laughs> feels, feels like forever. <laughs> but, uh, but no, so during the, uh, so I was able to actually watch, about uh, the first quarter and a half of the game. And then we ended up going to a corn maze and kind of like a fair corn maze thing. And so I was watching play by play on my phone the whole time and doing my best to stay focused, you know, on the corn maze and being there with the family, but knowing, Hey, there's an Eagle game going on. (laughs) I want to see what's going on. Mm -hmm. So uh, the bad part about the whole thing was that, well, a bad part is that throughout the day I was watching like all football on my phone so that when we left, I forgot to charge it. Ooh. So literally I'm sitting there with like 5% on my phone the whole time. So I'm checking the box scores and then I'm getting out of it because I just don't want my phone to die. <laughs> so, so anyway, so we're walking around and I'm seeing that, you know, when I left, it was 14, six Eagles were winning. They looked pretty comfortable. Um, mm. Still didn't look amazing, but it was 14, six. And then all of a sudden, you know, I'm seeing a little ticker for the Jets go up 9, 12 points. And the Eagles are staying at 14. And all I'm seeing are turnovers, turnovers, well, punt, turnovers. Yeah. I'm like, what I, is going on I felt right like now? it all started when Quinn and Williams had that interception that Goddard, Goddard like dropped it or something. I don't know what he did, but it got somehow. It was in, it was in his hands. It got punched out. Okay. And it yeah. went right to the went right to the Jets player. So that's one interception right there. Then Swift, I looked, turned, and then Swift fumbled the ball. And I was like, what is what, what is going on? There's already two turnovers. And then next thing I know, Jalen Hurts threw a second interception. And then I just, I'm just like, I, I st- I'm in disbelief. Still up 14-12. In complete disbelief, we stop them. And we're like, we have the ball. I'm like, why do why are we even in this game? Like, first off, we should be beating this team. We're killing ourselves with turnovers. Mm-hmm. Next thing, there's so many turnovers. We're still winning by two. How is this possible? Like, I could not, I, 
I was telling myself, like, obviously, I want my team to win. But at the same time, I'm like, we don't deserve to win this game Mm -hmm. at all. Well, the other thing, like watching the game, and you, let me confirm this real quick. You have not watched the highlights yet? I've seen of what this the the quarter and a half and I saw I saw one highlight and I'll bring that up. Okay. But, but I well, saw one highlight. Well the um it really wasn't and, and I know you and Kurt were talking about this separately, so you know this already, but I'll I'll echo what he said. I don't think it was so much the Eagles killing themselves. This Jets defense is legit. Um and they made plays. Like there, there was the one interception that was bad, but the 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 Goddard one was just a great defensive play. It was, I mean, you play that over again, and that might not happen again. You know, like nine times out of ten, it probably doesn't happen. It was just an excellent defensive play. Um, I don't remember the second interception. Um, he, there was a, it was a rush, and they hit his arm when he was throwing it, and yeah. it lofted in the air. Yeah, so that like. I mean, what do you do? I mean, maybe the offensive line gets blamed there, but like, um, I mean, sometimes those things just happen against a front seven like that. And so, um, you kind of have to play through them. So, but they, that even, even besides that, 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 that Jets defense was, was on point. I mean, they have been all year, but I don't know. They've been making other teams look like that. So I think, I think this game, the offense, the offense of the Eagles was more so about the Jets' defense than it was about the Eagles' offense. Does that make sense? Like, I don't think it actually said a whole lot about the Eagles' offense being bad. Although I'm sure you feel like that, like right now in the moment. So anyway, you can carry on with your breakdown yeah. of the game. Well, well, then they they also we missed a field goal, a 37 yard field goal. Jake Elliott like never misses field goals, hmm. so we missed a 37 yard field goal, which would have put us put us up five. But anyway, so it's. So we're, I'm in the maze, okay? I'm in the maze. We're like halfway through the maze. And I'm still looking at my phone. And my phone is at 1%. So <laughs> I'm like going in and out of this of this thing. So This is tension. Like I'm, Hollywood movie dude, in a movie theater tension. <laughs> dude, and my heart was beating. Like it was, <laughs> like I'm part of this. Like uh, This is my team. Like I'm on the sideline here. So um, we're, uh, so it's third and 10. Oh, we, we got to get a first down to win the game or to, to pretty much put the game out. The Jets don't have any timeouts. And I'm walking through the maze and all of a sudden, out of nowhere, I hear, no! Like, the guy, this somebody yells across the other side of the maze. I have no idea. I was like, please, Lord, don't let that be about the Eagles. I was like, that's what went through me. Please, no. And then I see on the phone, the, the interception returned. <laughs> for like what they got to the eight yard line of the Eagles. I was like, are you kidding me? Yep. Like my whole heart just dropped. I turned off my phone and just started walking. <laughs> I didn't, I was so mad. I was so mad. I was like the worst thing that could have happened, happened literally the worst mm-hmm. thing that could have happened. So, uh, so then obviously the jet score touchdown, which well, I'm thinking. And, oh. and real, real quick, stopping at that play, you, you had said like, you don't believe you should have been throwing the ball at all in that situation. No, I don't. I understand. So I com- so I was talking to Kurt again about it, and he was completely right. It's not Nick Sirianni to run the ball. He's absolutely right. Mm-hmm. He is a he is a go, go for it all kind of coach. And yeah, because they convert but, they convert that and they win the game, right? Right. But we've we've hardly had any games that or uh, sorry plays like felt felt like over ten yards. We, we were a dink and dunk. We literally, our first drive was a 19-play, 75-yard drive. 19-play. <laughs> I don't know what that average is out to yards, mm-hmm. but that's way less than 10 yards play. Mm-hmm. Again, their defense was so good, our offense looked so bad. Our defense looked actually okay. Obviously, any defense can probably look okay against the Jets. Mm-hmm. But, so we had the ball almost in, at midfield, almost. Then, if we were to run the ball, they don't have timeouts. That play would have taken five seconds, maybe. You run the ball. You obviously make it go down to 40. 40 seconds. So you're saying, let's say you're taking already off 45 seconds. You punt the ball. Say that takes another seven seconds. You're giving them like a minute four, a minute whatever, to go down the full length of the field, which they haven't done all game. Right. The only way they've scored is because of short fields from their defense. 
So my pin, like they got nowhere all second half. Sure. Like the front, our front seven was stopping Zach Wilson. So in my opinion, that was like, I mean, obviously now that's, but in the moment I was actually thinking we should run the ball. That obviously did not happen. Mm -hmm. And then the Jets ended up scoring their touchdown, which gave us a minute 40 to go down the field. And we did absolutely nothing with two timeouts and a minute 40. So that was a very frustrating. I, that, I, I, was, I told you that was the best game I could. I never wanted to witness. Yeah. You, you're ha- you were semi happy. Yeah. You so, were semi happy. You missed the game. Yes. But yeah, I mean, I was, Absolutely. I was the, the thing that I was thinking of, I told Cheryl, she was sitting there on the couch with me. Cause I was like freaking out when he, when he threw that pick, I was, yeah, I, I immediately thought of you. <laughs> I was like, Brandon's going to hate that. Like, cause it was such a bad throw. Like I was just like, Oh my God, I haven't seen Jalen hurts make a throw like that since like not last year, but the year before, you know, when he was pretty mm-hmm. bad. And, mm-hmm. and so, but when I, when then, then the Jets scored and I was like, they left too much time. He should have knelt like Brees Hall shouldn't have took the ball in. He should have knelt. He should have stopped at the goal line and they should have milked the clock and kicked the field goal. And they didn't. And I was like, mm-hmm. and I told you, I leaned over to sure. I was like, the Eagles could win this game. Like it, it you know, like they, they have time to win this game. And, um, they, the Jets put themselves in a really bad position there by scoring the ball there. Um, and I get that, you know, the strategy and whatnot, you know, you just score the ball, but especially in a game like that, where it's a bit defensive and whatnot, but in the same respect, man, you gotta, you gotta, you know, down that ball at the goal line, but again, they, mm-hmm. nobody's going to talk about that because, you know, they won the game. And so nobody's talking right. about it. Had the Eagles yep. won, um, we, everybody would be talking about it, but it is what it is. And, uh, it was a crazy game. Um, I was not expecting this Jets team to come out like this. No, I was not expecting. Well, I mean, I, I kept hearing about how good their defense is, and they have they have a really good defense. They got to, like Saul said. I I hated when he said it, but he's like, we've been through a gauntlet of quarterbacks, and we've embarrassed and we've embarrassed them. Yep. And they're not. I mean, he's not wrong. I hate it. Like I, I was so fuming when I heard it. I was like, you're talking about my guy, but he's right you can't deny that they have made like Patrick Mahomes they've made Jalen Hurts Josh Allen these quarterbacks look mediocre well yeah and you have to like I kind of got like this with the Bengals and Joe Burrow was like people were like oh yeah like Joe Burrow is not that guy he's fake he's blah 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 you know people were saying that you know like he was no longer to be feared and whatnot and I didn't agree with that but Mm -hmm. In the same respect, it's almost like I'm like, well, give me something to prove I'm wrong then. You know what I mean? Like, sure. I can't I can't defend you. And so, you know, kind of like, you know, that's, you know, I'm similar to how you feel. It's like, well, I hate the fact that Jalen Hurts got embarrassed by this Jets defense, but he gives me nothing to say in order to defend him. Like, there's literally nothing to say to defend him in this game. And he'll be just fine. Sure. You guys will be fine. But... um but it's just, it, it's always frustrating like that when you know that you guys can play better and then mm-hmm. of course you the world like yeah like you said like you know get up and all these national shows are going to be talking about how the Jets and Zach Wilson beat the Eagles and I didn't listen to it yesterday or whatever, whatever but I'm sure everybody was talking about it and so but yep, me neither yeah I've not turned on I <laughs> I don't I'm not turning on any actual real sports this week. Just because of that. Maybe, well, maybe I'm just a... What do you mean by that? Who, who, who's not real sports? Oh, uh, Al Levitar show. I'm listening <laughs> to them. <laughs> they literally... So literally, I turned them on. And uh, still, if anybody... Stu Gods is a huge Jets fan. He literally tries to bring something up. And then they divert right to the Dolphins. Yeah, right. Because it's a huge Miami, Miami show. And I was like, I'm listening to you guys. Because I don't need to listen to any of this. Jalen Hurts looked like a rookie. And Jalen Hurts... Yeah, I know that. Okay. But the thing that I keep going through my head is we needed it. Honestly, because we've looked terrible the first, like, yes, we've got wins. Okay. A win is a win, but we have not had a, we have not had a good performance any this year and we're, we're getting wins, which is great. Uh, But like, I think this was a nice little kick in the teeth of 
get your act together because mm-hmm. we're playing in the NFL. Um, yeah. And I think, I think also like, well, yeah, after the game, you know, we got to watch out against the Dolphins. The Dolphins better watch out next week because we had a uh, team only, players only. T- oh, look people out. spoke after the game, not the coaches. So watch out, Miami. Look out. That's all I got to say. Yeah, players only meetings, they mean business. Yep. Yeah, I mean. And they're wearing their Kelly Green jerseys next week, so. Well, that's kind of, that's kind of what I'm. Pimples. Yeah, what, what I'm, what I'm <laughs> like, I get that you guys struggled all year. And I agree, but one win against this Dolphins team, if you come out and you play well and you're able to go toe-to-toe with this Dolphins team, everything, it, 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 this can change in such, a, such an instant because you guys would be 6-1 and one beating a, a Dolphins team. That, you know, you guys, I don't think that you're in a, a hole, not just because of your record. Take the record aside. Um I guess you can't really take the record aside. You guys are in good position because of your record that if you guys have one dominant performance, suddenly you're back to Super Bowl contenders. Like, that's the point where you're at, you know, where, like, the Bengals really got themselves... Just comparing those two teams, because obviously those are the two teams that we focus on the most. But, like, the Bengals, because their record... We've now had two solid wins in a row. Well... This past week was not solid. Um, Against the Seahawks was not solid. (laughs) But we won. And... Um, yeah, right. nobody's seriously putting the Bengals back in the Super Bowl contention again. I, now I know that they're good enough to play in the Super Bowl, um, mm-hmm. but they haven't showed us that yet. And, um, so, so again, it's not like the Bengals are one win away, um, from being back there. Sure. I think you guys are one win away from being again. And if, especially now that the Niners lost too, which we can get into that. That was wild. Um, mm-hmm. But now that they lost, I think you guys are right there. You know, after a solid win against the Dolphins, if you can do that, you're in the you're in the driver's yeah. seat of the NFC, and yeah, I think everybody will think switch to that. Yeah, I think a lot of it is too. We have a nuts like our schedule's nuts from here on out. Um, it's like having that extra win would have been really nice because I mean, like I said, we play the Dolphins, then we have the Commanders, which. They put up a fight against us before. Then we have the Cowboys, a bye. Then we have the Niners, Bills, Chart, our Chiefs, mm-hmm. uh, Seahawks. Like we got a gauntlet of schedule coming up. Yep. So having that extra win in the win column would have been nice. But also we need to be healthy. Lane Johnson is uber important to have on our team. Um, I think he's very, yeah. I mean, you you could see but once he went out, our offense was totally different. Like it felt completely different that. Jalen Hurts didn't have the confidence in the right side because he didn't. Jack Dreskel is not as good, yeah. obviously. And you said, so, you I mean, said he's an all-pro right tackle. You said in our private chat that you believe that Lane Johnson's the MVP of the offense. Is that right? Well, I believe he's yes. I think that offensive line's the MVP of the of that offense. Sure. Without an offensive line, like we ain't going anywhere. But specifically, but, uh, even, him, even, because, because when he when he's out, we 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 look bad. Yeah, because you guys look good. Like, um, who is it? Malata is your left tackle. Is that right? Um, yeah, yeah, he's good. Yeah, he is good. But like, if he went down, it's not like you're going to look as bad as. Again, like you got even even going back. Lane Johnson's he's stupid athletic. Right. He's he's very athletic. Things different things can happen with Lane Johnson. But you even go back Jack to Dreskel. like previous years, yeah. previous years when he gets suspended or when he's hurt or whatever, and you guys do look awful when Lane mm-hmm. Johnson isn't there, and then he suddenly he comes back and you guys look like the best rushing offense again. So it is Absolutely. interesting to see that. So anyway, yeah, yeah, he's amazing. Anyway, so yes, that's that's what happened this week. It was very uh, disheartening, but you get, hey, you got to look at all the positives, and we're wearing Kelly Green next week, so. That's a positive. It's a good positive. I'll tell you what. That's gonna be that's gonna be a great game. I hope your offense gets it together for that one. Because if so, I hope we're healthy. We're in some fire. I hope if we can stay healthy. Yes, that's what I'm hoping for. If we can get, as long as we can get Lane Johnson back, I'm I'm and, happy. And but Jaylen they Carter. said it's not a long term. And Jalen Carter and Darius Slay and Reed Blankenship and who else? Uh, we have a bunch of injuries. So. Yeah. Right. Right. I mean. My guess is Lane Johnson will not play because they're going to probably sit him out. They said it's a short term, it's a short term injury, so which is good. 
Hmm. Praise Jesus. Yeah, but so, that, that front anyway. seven, that front seven of Miami is no joke, though. You'll you'll want him, but anyway, I mean, th- again, like you said, yeah, you, don't, our, yeah. you don't really have. We just need to slow down Miami's off- offense. If we can slow down Miami's offense, just a smidge, just a smidge, we'll be okay. Yeah, I'm I'm excited because your rush defense is good as well, and I'm excited to see that against Mostert and unfortunately Achan is is out but anyway yeah, yeah unfortunately for, <laughs> I for me think, I as, think deep oh that's true as a fan as a fan yeah <laughs> um I actually think we're ranked two on rush defense at least we were going into the this week mm-hmm. this past week so yeah and who knows Brees Hall I mean Brees Hall didn't have a huge game and uh Dalvin Cook, I don't even know that he's a football player anymore. <laughs> like he doesn't, he doesn't he should, look. <laughs> he shouldn't be for the Jets. Put yeah. it that way. <laughs> I mean, goodness, I I did not expect that, and he just literally has not showed up. Um, other than other than week one. So, um, mm-hmm. what's your thoughts, real quick, on this uh, Aaron Rodgers thirty four days after surgery? Yeah. Um, what is going on there? Did he push some shrooms or put some like something into his <laughs> his his leg? Like what is that's crazy. Yeah, it is wild. Um, I'm not sure uh, what is going on there, but clearly he has. That I am so intrigued though to follow that story because if that dude comes back, he. So this is what I was thinking of. If if he comes back later on this year. He is literally challenging not just like the NFL and the way that they do things, but the medical field. Like he is literally taking on the entire like big pharma or medical field at this point if if he does it. Because now a lot of players are going to look at the medical field and say, what was that? What happened when like when I got hurt? And you told me I was going to be out for 18 months and, and all these different things, you know, like with these Achilles, like it's, this is a 12 months is a good return time. And so mm-hmm. like, yeah, I don't know it's, it's gearing up for something bigger than football, um, honestly. And so, and then you add on to that, you know, his comments to Travis Kelsey, you know, Mr. Pfizer and you know, going yeah. after that. And now he's challenging him to a debate, you know, uh, I don't know if, did you see that uh, where, you know, I did. and I want to see that. I would love to see, um, apparently there was a Kennedy. Uh, I don't know who, who that guy is. Um, RFK, I think they call him or whatever. I don't know him. Um, but mm-hmm. Rogers wants to bring him in on his team and then Fauci <laughs> can be on Travis Kelsey's team or whatever they want to do. Um, but challenge them to a debate, and I'm like, dude, that would be box office, dude. I would watch it. And you'd you'd get views. You'd absolutely get views. Yeah. Um, I don't know that mainstream media would want to do it, but um, nope. But I I would definitely watch it. And so, anyway, getting back to it is like, this guy is challenged. Not again. The, the entire medical field, and you know, with the, with the vaccine mm-hmm. stuff and the immunized. Um, thing last year, um, COVID toe, whatever they called it, um, and the mushrooms and all that stuff. And so it's just, he does things differently. He does things at his own pace. He's a, he's a free thinker. Um, and it's not that I agree with him on everything. Quite honestly, I don't know half of the details of what he believes anyway. Um, but it's intriguing to see somebody buck against the system and actually be right at times like and be like oh like he's not doing anything as far as like proving people wrong he's more so just raising a bunch of questions of like why are we doing it this way um mm-hmm. and whatnot it's interesting because like not to get on like a huge tangent but let's go let's go a little bit further here i i learned recently that there's only two countries in america in the world that advertise big pharma like medicine and stuff like that. Like, you know, when you turn on the TV and you have like all those medicine commercials, like, and they have like, you know, whatever. Only two countries is it legal to do that. And America and New Zealand. Every other country, you are not allowed to advertise 
medicine because that's like the doctors recommend it. You don't get to sell medicine, you know? Interesting. And to have like, if you think about that, like, isn't that a bit weird? Like that there's literally commercials selling drugs like medicine and huh. and like oh you should ask like encouraging you to go ask your doctor about it like that even though the people behind that commercial have no idea your health history or anything like that it's just oh yeah go ask your doctor just because when they sell that they're going to make a bunch of money yeah and so this will help you but the side effects are yeah and sometimes it's crazy Cheryl and I we love those like kind of love those commercials because of the list of side effects that come up and it's like dude what the heck like Oh, you might like, and possibly death. Yeah. Okay. Let me go and take this. It's like, if you take it and you feel like you can't breathe, please rush to the hospital. Like, what are we talking about? Like, this thing is going to kill me. Like, this is a death trap. And so I think that anyway, I just find that all interesting. And so I don't, I'm not strongly opinionated on that whole realm of things, but I am interested in it. Mm -hmm. And so I'm, I'm intrigued to see. And I really actually hope that Rodgers comes back. I'd, I'd love for him to come back week 14, 15, 16. And again, would he be a statue? Absolutely. But throw him in there and, and oh man, right. that would gear up for a big, big conversation. Well, so, so here would be another one. What would happen if, um, say he can come back but Zach Wilson got them to the playoffs if Zach Wilson did so good that he got them to the playoffs but Aaron Rodgers is ready for the final week or the or wild card would you play Rodgers or would you keep Zach Wilson going I mean as of right now because if Aaron Rodgers came in if say he like say Wilson's he's getting a little better every game Mm -hmm. say but he's never going to be the where Aaron Rodgers is Say Aaron Rodgers is clear to play and ready to go. Say they make the wild card. Do you throw in Aaron Rodgers? Well, as of right now, no, because because Zach Wilson hasn't wowed me. The like he hasn't won a game for them yet. He he's he's right. kept them in games and the defense has won them, but mm-hmm. Zach Wilson hasn't actually won a game yet. I would say um, this would actually be a sure. good conversation for Kurt to ask him what his thoughts were. But I think that. He would need to show me a little bit more. And when you say like, oh, he'll he'll never be Aaron Rodgers, like maybe. I, I, I would have never said when Zach Wilson took, you know, took the starting position there that he would have outplayed Patrick Mahomes in a game. Like nobody would have said that. Nobody would have said that Zach Wilson was going to come out and beat the defending NFC North or NFC champions. Like this dude, he's proving us wrong, but it's not necessarily him it's the flow that he plays within that defense and so he's playing the biggest supporting role in football where he's you know that team is literally built through the defense and they're winning like they remind me of the 2000 ravens and these teams Mm -hmm. that like totally dominate with defense and they beat you while scoring 16 points like that is so not today's NFL yeah. and nope. yet they're doing it. And it's like, so to answer your question, as of right now, like if today was the wild card weekend and Rogers was healthy, I would say put Rogers in there. But if, you know, we see Zach Wilson develop into a 70% completion percentage where he's throwing it more than just a, you know, you know, shuffle pass down, down the field at a time. Then yeah, if he starts attacking deep down the field and he starts you know showing off that potential that he has, which I think he could, um, as he gets used to this offense, um, I totally think that he could be in position where, you know, maybe maybe they don't start Rodgers or whatever. But but you have to also look at the contract there. They have a huge contract for Rodgers, and so, um, true. You know, you don't want to be paying him to sit on the bench and whatnot. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know about that. What do you think? What would you do? I would probably stick with Wilson. I mean, if if, because if he, I mean, if he's playing good enough to get you there, like, I would keep that train rolling. I mean, because you don't know what Aaron Rodgers is going to be. Like, Mm -hmm. honestly, like, yeah, he might be healthy enough to go and play, but he hasn't played for the whole season. And 
Wilson may have chemistry. I mean, with Garrett Wilson, a little a little bit of chemistry that they have. Like going from Aaron Rodgers, who hasn't done anything season. Like you got to quote unquote shake off some rust. And I don't think a wild card is going to be that spot. Right. So, I mean, I could be to- I could be totally wrong. Um, but what would happen? Like I've heard this this. I've heard this scenario before. What would happen if um, Zach Wilson gets you there, Aaron Rodgers, then they put an Aaron Rodgers for the wild card and then just get dismantled. Or if they, if Aaron Rodgers plays terrible, are they going to get mad that they didn't keep Russell Wilson in? Like it's always a what ifs game in and out. Zach Again, Wilson. We're only for, yep. Zach Wilson. Jeez. <laughs> um, so we're, uh, we're like, but we're only six weeks in. So yeah. And we'll I, and I did bring up right now the, the Jets are 10th in the AFC as it sits right now. So it's not like they're a playoff team right now anyway. Um, sure. And so um, now you do I think... to keep getting better and better. Yeah, they, they, they need to get better. Uh, so like that's what I'm saying. Like like even right now, like to, as of today, technically Zach Wilson hasn't gotten them there. Um, if he does, sure. then that's a different conversation. Um, but he has been playing well. He's been surprising, I believe, everyone. Um, yep. And so it's it's impressive to see what he's doing, but um, yeah, it'll be interesting. It will. It'll be an interesting end of the season here. <laughs>
and you could see the strength difference. I don't know if you've seen that, um, like seen him push him, but mm-hmm. he like, he looked like a puppet, like a rag doll <laughs> when he threw him. And I'm like, dude, DK Metcalf is freaking strong. And it didn't look like a flop. Like, like, you know, like you could sometimes see the flops. Like, no, it looked like he pushed him right in the face and like literally threw him across the field. And like, I was like, oh my goodness, that guy is strong. Um, so, but yeah. I don't know. So that was there. Trey Hedrickson is playing out of his mind um, right now. He's all pro um, level right now. If the season ended today, you know, he's got to be an all pro. And but and then you throw in all the other guys. I mean, Logan Wilson, again, pro bowl level. Um, all of them are playing great. Dax Hill, um, I'm really pleased with him. He's He was a rookie. Safety came out last year out of Michigan, picked him in the first round and barely played it all last year. And there was a bunch of potential, but we never really got to see him. And we get to see it now. Like the dude, I mean, they bring him on blitzes and he's destroying quarterbacks. I mean, he's, he is flying in um, darts um, on these blitzes. He he can cover a lot of field in the on the back end of the defense. And so I'm really pleased with him. And so bottom line is our defense really played well in the second half, kept us in the game, honestly won the game for us. Um, I'm still have concerns about the offense. Um, like I said earlier in the podcast, I believe in the offense, um, very much. It's just, they got to show me something. Mm -hmm. Like if people are going to ask me about the Bengals, are they okay? Are they okay? I'm like, well, I mean, I believe they can be, but they're not showing me anything. And so, (laughs) yeah, they're not okay now. And so I don't know what to say about them right now. So anyway, last week looked good against the Cardinals, but again, it's the Cardinals. And so I don't know how much stock you put into that win. Um, Mm -hmm. So, but we have a bye week this week, which is great um, because Burrow gets to rest up on that, that calf, which has looked great the past two weeks. But again, more rest is not going to be a bad thing. Um, Then Mm -hmm. we come back and we got the 49ers. And then right after that, we got Buffalo. Um, And so we got, you know, if we're going to turn it on, now's the time, Um, which is Mm -hmm. about, the same time that we started to turn it on last year. Um, and and so, and the year before that. Um, so I think that we'll, we'll get it going. It would be nice for you to beat the 49ers. Yeah. For, for my Eagles. That'd be a great one. If we beat the 49ers and then we can go in and beat the, if we win those two games, I mean, I think they're, I, I think that we're back then. And nobody's talking about the beginning of this year. Yeah. yeah. Cause we're at 500 I, I, the, mm-hmm. for the terrible year that we've started with this year. We're, we're at 500 right now. And, yeah, you know, I think that I think that that's pretty good, considering we could be way worse right now with how bad it looked with calves, sure. with, with Joe Burrow's calf and whatnot. So, I think I think I think we're good. I think we'll be just fine. Um, but we still have a lot of work to do. So, yeah, I mean, that's like that's said, about it's only week six. Yeah, it is, and you know, a whole lot of football yet to go. Um, and winning changes everything. That's the thing. It's like nobody's talking about how how bad the Bengals offense was in the second half of that game and talking about the play calling again, like they were in the losses because we won. Like the fact that we won, it covers up everything, you know, winning covers up, you know, whatever. Um, and so it's like, yeah, it's a big uh, old bandaid. Right. Yep. So, I mean, I'm fine with it. Um, we'll be good. And, uh, I can, I think we can win at least one of those two games. Um, and then be it four and four, um, come week nine, but we'll see. All right. Uh, the Patriots aren't doing so hot this year. And, um, nope. Did you see that Teddy Bruschi said that the Patriots have to consider moving on from Bill Belichick? <laughs> Teddy Bruschi. Nope. This is, this is big. Cause Bruschi was one of the original Pats, like, and so mm-hmm. you've been saying this week that's, for that's weeks, so by the way. I mentioned, I mentioned yeah, I said, I'm, I'm on that, I'm on that side of, do they let him go? Like, is it time to go to, to, for him to leave the Patriots and the Patriots start over? Cause they just look old. Yeah. I don't I, I was surprised that of all guys in, in sports media, that the one guy saying that they have to consider moving on was Teddy Bruschi. That was the last guy I would have thought. Yeah, the guy that feels like he backs up Bill Belichick in everything he does. Yeah, he's a patriot at heart and patriot for life. Yep. 
Um, <laughs> but no, I mean, Mac Jones does look not, he does not look good. Like Mac Jones doesn't look good. But this, the thing is, is that they're giving him nothing. Like, look at that wide receiver room. Oh, yeah. Yep. Kevin, what, Kevin uh, Byrne or something? I don't know his Ken- last name. Kendrick Bourne, you mean? Yeah, is that, who you're yeah that guy. Yep, that guy. See, <laughs> I don't even know his name. <laughs> um, but, like, and then, I mean, I think if you have Juju, Schuster, Juju Schuster as your number one, and he's not, I mean, obviously he's not playing right now. I think he's hurt. Mm-hmm. But if he's your number one, there's a major problem with your team. He does not need to be, he, he I mean, he's not very, he might be a possession guy, but I think if he's your number one, there's a big problem. Wasn't he the number one for the Super Bowl champions last year, though? No, no that doesn't count as being a number one. <laughs> no. no, wait. Travis Kelsey's the number Kinda, one. I guess so. I guess that's probably <laughs> true, but he was kind of the number one. I, I agree with you. I don't think that Smith Schuster should be your number one, but I thought it was funny because it was like, oh, yeah, he was pretty good last year. <laughs> well, Not he was good. He was just... Happened to I mean, be on. it's different. I mean, maybe when Patrick Mahomes is your quarterback. Right. But uh, but at the same time, like, so there was a play, though, that Mac Jones did, I saw last, last week, or, well, Sunday, that he was rolling out, and Hunter Henry was wide open, like, wide open. And he completely threw it way behind him and threw an interception, like, completely behind him. Mm. And it was bad it was really bad was that the play when they they got the pick and then as they were running it back the 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 defender got tackled then fumbled it and then they the patriots recovered the ball again roughly right at the line of scrimmage and so i i saw a video that said i (laughs) I, I saw a video that said something along the lines of mac jones summed up in one play and it was him rolling out (laughs) Through an interception, the defender comes back, runs it back, gets tackled, and fumbles the ball. So the Patriots get the ball right at the line of scrimmage where they started anyway, but it was just complete chaos for a play. And <laughs> Mac Jones summed up in one play. Um, That's awesome. <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, the Patriots not looking good. We'll see what happens with that. Um, mm-hmm. Brandon, Ben Simmons is back. Dude, I saw some of the highlights. I was like, wow, look at this guy. Did you see maybe, the workout video? Philadelphia should have. I did not. There's a wor- there's a workout video. He hit shooting threes. He hit not one three pointer, not two, but three in a row. Three, <laughs> three <laughs> practice three pointers in a row. He's got a jump shot. So look out NBA, and he's so, also dunking. So you- oh shoot! <laughs> he looks like he's happy though. Good for him. He's happy in in Brooklyn. But here's the thing. I have a question. Would it, would you switch it up right now? Do you think the 76ers would take back Ben Simmons for James Harden? Oh, the fan base would explode. I don't. In hatred? Yeah. I don't think you can do that. Um, what if they both were on the same team? That would be even better <laughs> if, they were, if they were on the Sixers. <clears throat> I just like seeing Sixers fans go nuts and get mad. It actually wouldn't be half bad if they were on the same team, to be honest, because they play the very similar style offensively except for no, ben. you shoot the ball no you shoot the ball no you shoot the ball <laughs> but ben simmons um can't shoot obviously and so i mean James, he hit three threes in a row yeah i guess so but hasn't he done that in previous workout videos we get yep, like you said like you said back. <laughs> yeah like you said we, we get an annual workout video of ben simmons um and suddenly everything is fine um but I, I think that the, the two branch offs of their game is Ben Simmons is elite defensively and James Harden can shoot the ball well, but he's awful defensively. And then Ben Simmons is awful at shooting the ball, right? So they, their strengths outweigh each other. So if they played on the same team, you could literally yank Ben Simmons out of the game come fourth quarter when they're going to foul him like crazy and send him to the line. And just have James Harden running point, you know, and and do that. So actually, it would probably work well with them on the same team because then you get an elite defender with somebody who can control the ball and score. Um, it would probably work out. But uh, if only they were one person. If only they were one person, or like LeBron <laughs> yeah. James. LeBron James is pretty much that person. Um, yeah, pretty much. Ben Simmons <laughs> plus James Harden equals LeBron James. <laughs> 
<laughs> but um, I think that the, the big problem with that is the contracts because they're both mm-hmm. way too expensive for what they bring to the table. And uh, you can't, mm-hmm. can't do that. So, but yeah, look out. Ben Simmons is back. I saw him did- get a steal and dunk the ball. <clears throat> I did. I saw that too. Mm-hmm. And he had a nice behind the back pass. They said Ben Simmons is, you know, having fun again. Um, another thing, this is kind of way off topic from Ben Simmons, but Victor Webanyama. Mm-hmm. So they played the the dude looks like a stick. He's but mm-hmm. a freaking long stick. Mm-hmm. Um, he was playing the Miami Heat and literally like so he jumped over uh, Bryant. Apparently he's the center for the for the Miami Heat. He he like jumped and dunked over him. Basically, it looked like the Space Jam dunk when Michael Jordan was reaching his hand out and throwing the ball in for the game winning dunk. Yep. Which wasn't it a three pointer because he jumped past the three point line. Anyway. Um oh, I don't remember. Bringing up my childhood there. I don't remember. <laughs> um so but anyway, basically like they had a side by side picture and literally it looks like the same. But Victor Webanyama is a real person. Like he's just so <laughs> long and lengthy that he looks like he's just jumping and underneath the underneath Kevin Bryant is just in awe. He's like opening his his eyes and his mouth. He's just like, What just happened? Like I was like, how do you stop that? Right. Literally, how do you stop something that big? Where you can't like, basically, it feels it almost reminds me of like an adult and a child when the adult holds the ball really high and you can't hit it out of his hand. That's what it felt like. It looked like. Is that you and Except Sophia? he's playing with. Yes. <laughs> basically, <laughs> that's it. Basically, looked like he's playing with children. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, it'll be very interesting to see how he plays this year. I I think he's going to be great. As long as he stays on the court, that my biggest concern with him is injury, and I don't want to like put that on him or whatever. But we've seen way too many guys that have his same frame, and like Chet Holmgren, yeah, and they just get hurt. And I'm just like, man, I really hope he stays on because there's some pretty crazy like he he is just incredible. I mean, the the you know the shots that he can block, a normal pull up, wide open pull up jump shot, nope, blocked, sent into the sands. Like what the heck? Yeah. I'm wide open. You know what I mean? Like this is stupid. And how do you do? A, how do you do a step back on him? Uh, Can you? I don't know that you do. <laughs> yeah, I would like I, to see. <laughs> unless you're Jokic, Jokic will figure it out. That's the one guy who'll figure it out. <laughs> like, oh dude, he'll just bully him down low, dude. He's just gonna, he's just gonna bully that guy. Right. Basically, he's just gonna move him all the way down to the basket and then dunk it on his head. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. Who do you think is the first Except, person? No, wait. Jokic, sorry, Jokic is a, doesn't he shoot like from behind his head? Yeah. So like, I don't know, maybe that'll work. Maybe everybody needs to change their shooting forms to shooting behind their head. So well, like block that, that shot that Jokic made against Anthony Davis in the playoffs last year <laughs> at the shot clock. And yeah. Anthony Davis just looked at him and smirked and like shook his head. Like, um, <laughs> Yo, Jokic just, he, he's just like, Shaking his head. Yep. I don't know how I did it. Shrugs like, his shoulders. I don't, I don't know. I just went in. Like, <laughs> I'm just that good. <laughs> well, Get on my level, but, man. <laughs> but that's kind of where, no, he's not like, he's not like, that's not what he's saying. No, he, he's not saying get on my level. He's like, yeah, I don't know how that went in either. I'm just that good. All I do is play with horses at home. Like, like, I don't know how it went. <laughs> like, like, like people are like, how are you that good? I don't know. I just play with horses. Like, like. What do you want me to say? And so, like, he's just well, as confused as everyone else. <laughs> well, did you hear his press conference when he came back? They're like, so, uh, so, like, you know, you won the NBA championship. How was your summer? Was it, like, the best summer ever? He goes, no, it was shorter. He's <laughs> like, I played longer. <laughs> he's, he's, like, the last person that, like, I don't know. But the NBA, he's like, he doesn't care about basketball. No. He, like, to him, it almost sounds like he would want to lose and not make a playoffs goal. Yeah, like, he must hate his what job. That's it feels like. Like he works at 7-Eleven. Yes, exactly. <laughs> That's, speaking of 7-Eleven, this is another totally t- different topic. Do you see Jamar Chase's chain? They did. It's awesome. This 7-Eleven. <laughs> He's funny. Um, yeah, I mean, clearly he's right. Um, but I did not like when he came out and said, you know, always, always bleeping open. Um, but he is right. I mean, the next game, you know, 
they did advanced metrics or whatever on him. This was the game against the Cardinals. He caught like 15 passes, you know, 15 to 19 targets or whatever. And, but his average separation on routes, like even, even, or routes, routes on routes and, <laughs> um, that he ran, he, he was averaging like, I don't know, I forget what they said, but let's just say three or four yards separation, which apparently was like league best, um, you know, in that one game. And so he was quite literally always open in that game after he said that. And so I was like, oh, dude, that's that's a baller move there, you know, to to say that and then Mm -hmm. catch 15 and 19. And even when you're not catching the ball, you're still wide open. And so I was like, yeah, that dude's a problem. He's going to be a problem for a while. Um, yeah. And he is so good. And, and now I think that, you know, statistically, obviously you have the Tyree kills and guys like that, that are just putting up insane numbers with their offenses and whatnot. But with Justin Jefferson out, I think it is highlighting how good Jamar chase is in a way because, you know, and he's staying healthy right now. Hopefully he stays healthy and he's able to, but the numbers are, are crazy with the amount of catches and targets that he's getting right now. Um, which is a little bit of what we talked about at the beginning of the year is that he was going to get targeted a bunch this year. Um, and he is so far. So that being said, T Higgins is, is a little bit injured right now. He's a little banged up, broken rib. Um, and so maybe he, okay. yeah, maybe he, once he gets going, then Jamar sees a little bit less volume, but for now, I think they're going to keep on force feeding him. Yeah, I would. Yeah. Baseball. Yeah. The Phillies. Hey, yo. They're probably my, uh, they, I mean, they're not probably, they are my team. And they won the game one of the NL, NL, NLCS last night, which is great. Bryce you, Harper hit a home run on his 31st birthday. You know how, two home runs, didn't he? Uh, no, he hit one home run last night. Okay. I thought he had two. Um, he, you know how I know that <clears throat> you say that they're my team. Kind of, and you were like a little second guessing or whatever. I, kn- I don't want to say that I like baseball. No, I know that I know that they're not your team, and the reason I know that they're not your team is because you didn't say we. You said they Ooh. have blah blah blah, and when you talk about the Eagles, you say we. You didn't say we. <sighs> wow. Ouch. Well, we we <laughs> now making them my team. <laughs> I've adopted you. I have now your adopted parent. I've adopted them as my team. Correct. Um, no, they, uh, they're the basically. So it's the Diamondbacks that are playing the Phillies, and both teams are wild card teams, and both teams beat 100 win teams to get into the NLC NLCS. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, which is a big deal. That's yeah. pretty cool. But then, uh, yeah, then the Phillies are their bats are hot right now. And it's really weird talking about baseball. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I feel like, I <laughs> but uh, but it's it's been it's been very interesting to see to see them and see them play well. So it would be nice to see a Philly team win a championship because we were so close last year twice and couldn't do it. Whether that's the Eagles or if that's the Phillies, we got so close and then we can't we can't finish it. So hopefully they can finish it this year. I believe have- both teams can finish this year. Oh. Book it? Yeah. You, yeah? No. Oh. <laughs> I said I said yeah, no. <laughs> I know that was, that was uh oh, it was it was pretty bad timing when I said book it and right away you said yeah. So almost a confirmation. <laughs> well, well, yeah, I don't follow baseball at all. I don't know. Um I know Bryce Harper. I know Schwarber. Schwarber? Schwarber. Kyle Schwaller. Schwarber. <laughs> yep, Schwarber. He, he hit Schwarber bomb or Schwar- 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 bombs. That's Schwar- Schwarber bombs. Yeah. Schwarber bombs. That's yeah, it that's it. Home so runs, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm rooting for the Phillies as well. I, I, my, my whole family loves the Phillies. And so I, uh, I'll root for them. It's fun to see them get excited about them. But, uh, honestly, I could care less. I do follow playoff baseball though. So I am following <laughs> it. I just could care less who wins. Um, so anyway, one other playoff baseball is way more exciting. It is. It's way it, it, yeah, it's way better. Um, playoffs, anything. I think we talked about this before in the podcast. I watch playoffs, sure. anything. I don't give a crap what it is. I don't watch. Yeah. I don't watch college basketball really at all throughout the year. 
But when March Madness comes, I'm locked in. I love March Madness. Mm-hmm. So I love that winter go home. Um, the other thing I wanted to bring up was, um, I don't know if you saw this, uh, Jim Mersey was being interviewed uh, the other day, and he said that uh, Colts quarterback Anthony Richardson is probably going to miss the rest of the regular season after undergoing soldiers uh, undergoing sh- shoulder surgery. That was a lot. That 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 that, that sentence there was a lot. Um, next week, and so that was a shock to me. I didn't think it was that bad, but apparently he's going under yeah. the surgery and going to go under the knife and miss the rest of the year. So I thought that that was unfortunate, considering the hopeful beginning of the year he had. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Minchu Minchu mania now. Yep. But no, it's it is it's pretty sad. I mean, he. I mean, taking those hits. I mean, as a rookie and already having that on your body, dude, that's pretty rough. Yeah. And he needs to learn how to get down. And like, when I watched him play, it was fun to watch him play because of all the things he can do. But that was the number one thing I saw. He's very Josh Allen, like like where he does not go down. Like, dude, just get down, slide. Like, it's not gonna not going to kill you. Like people need, I think if there's anything that Kyler Murray does well, it's that it's getting down, it's getting out of bounds. It's avoiding the hits and whatnot. And even that look at Kyler Murray, he's injured, you know, he got hurt too, even though he's doing that. And so as a quarterback in this league, you really need to, you know, get out of bounds. You need to, you know, be able to, to avoid those hits. And unfortunately this is what happens if you don't. So something I found interesting, I found a couple of little stats on what the season so far. So um, there's a quarterback out there that has thrown only two interceptions, two interceptions, but two touchdowns this season. Can you name that quarterback? Hmm. I mean, the first quarter, I don't even know that he threw two touchdowns yet. Daniel Jones? The him? Yep. Yep. It's Daniel Jones. He has two in, in week two. He threw them both against the Cardinals. That's right. Yeah. Okay. So that's when they would have put up the points. Because I'm like, when did they score touchdowns? Like, when was the last time they scored touchdowns? Yeah. (laughs) Uh, um, And then another one. This is just another interesting one. Um, So this is not counting week six. So this is counting only up to week five. But there's one receiver that is tied with when Justin Jefferson was still playing. Tied with Jefferson Jefferson with the most routes by any receiver. Do you know who that that receiver is? The most routes by like the run. most routes run. Yeah. Is it Puka? No, but it's on that team. Two two Atwell. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Very weird. That I don't know why weird. that. I mean, they, they threw the ball a lot. And they do a lot of short routes. Yeah, they do. And they, that's interesting. I would have put Puka Nakua there. Um, so maybe, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how that he would be the number one guy there. Not necessarily the number one guy, but yeah, that's interesting. Hmm. Yeah, crazy. And then here, here's another one. Um, which receiver do you think has the highest average depth of target in the NFL? George Pickens? Mm-mm. Hmm. This team is not very good. DJ Moore? Yep. Hmm. Yep. Average yeah. depth of target. So is that air yards or is that just like average on uh, targets? Yeah, average on targets. So just just flat. So if he if he gets targeted and catches the ball two years for two yards from the line of scrimmage and takes it for sixty. No, no, no. Sorry, it's it's in the in the air. In the air. Okay, air yards. Okay. In the air. Yeah, air yards. And then uh, the last one. Do you know who at the moment is the best or is the tight end one? Who's the best tight end according to 
uh, what is it according to? Like fantasy football? I don't know what it's actually according to. Yeah. Um, well, Kittle had a big week, but I'm assuming it's not him. Is it? Um, <laughs> I'm just going to take a shot in the dark here just because it's a surprise. I'd be surprised. Uh, Dalton Kincaid? No. Okay. He's terrible. I have him on my fantasy team. I Dal- hate that. Dalton Kincaid? Uh, Sam Laporta. Oh, Sam Laporta. Dang it. I should have knew that. Yeah, yeah. I was looking up stats for him the other day. Yep. Rookie. Yeah, the rook. Dude, wait. You don't mm-hmm. like Dalton Kincaid? Trade him to me. I'll take him. He, so far, he has done nothing. Dude, uh, Kincaid's a stud. I want, I want the house. The house. <laughs> nope. I want your house. <laughs> he. And then, okay. Uh, okay, go. No, go ahead. Is it. What were you about to say about I just, Dalton Kincaid? N- now, Kincaid. Yeah. <laughs> hey, owe me your top five Concades. Good luck. Um, <laughs> Concade? I, I got nobody. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's that name. Um, but I, yeah. now I want Dalton Kincaid. I have Mark Andrews, well, and then I had... Uh, what's the dude from the Saints? He's not really a tight end, but they Taysom Hill. But I cut him. So now I I have Juwan Johnson. Um, Hmm. I have Juwan Johnson, or I had Juwan Johnson, and then I was like, screw that. I threw him away Hmm? into the abyss. So you can go get him. No, I won't won't Kincaid. (laughs) Um, And then here's this one. This one's nuts. This is after week six. Tyreek Hill sits 186 yards shy of 1,000 yards for the season. It's week six. Right. 186 yards. Are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. I I wonder if... Wasn't he like this last year, though, and then something happened? Didn't he get hurt? I don't know. Uh, it kinda, I think he was out a couple games for him. Yeah, something I happened. I don't know. Because like, I feel like, like Tyree Kill starts off like this every year. Like every year he, he does this. Where he's like, oh my goodness, record pace, he's going to break to 2,000, and then he never gets there. You know, I'm not saying he won't. Sure. Like, he, yeah. if if there's a year, like, this is probably the year. He's, I feel like every every game, I'm like, yeah, he's really, he's not going to catch a 40 yard pass again, is he? Like, he can't do it in, like, you know, he's done it in eight <laughs> straight games. He can't do it in nine straight games, can he? And then he does. And then he does it again in the same game. And it's like, dude, this yeah. guy's unreal. Like, <laughs> That offense yeah. is pretty dangerous, so I'm sure you're excited for next week. Very. Not really. Um, <laughs> so this is not really NFL stat, but this is something I found interesting. Okay, there's this guy. There's a, a tape going around. His, he's, incar- he's incarcerated, and his name is Rashid. He needs $10,000 to make bond, and he decided to call. I don't know who he called, a mom, friend, whatever, to bet on this week's games and he bet the Rams, the Jets, the Raiders, the Liberty basketball team, female basketball team, the bills and lions. And he won all of them. And he cashed out. He, yep. All, all together. He won. So he made $13,466. Wow. He, <laughs> Wait, he made, did he, um, but what's that called when you, when you layer them together? A parlay. A parlay. Did he do that? Like where? Yeah. Wow. He's like, I want them as a parlay. <laughs> Dude. It's a video. I can, I can send it. Um, I'm, I'll show it to you. I show, I'm showing Sean a screenshot of him, but uh, I can, I'll, I'll see if I can send it to you, but he's just sitting there saying these teams. And then he's like, I want them in a parlay. And he ended up winning. So now he's, <laughs> now he's on his way home. Hashtag stud. <laughs> what a guy. Hashtag Hashtag get out of jail free card. Who who did it better, that guy or the guy who bet that there was going to be a streaker at the Super Bowl and then he was the streaker? <laughs> That's better. I think that one is better. Yeah, That's way better. They're both they're both better. They're both they're both good. Yep that that one takes the cake for me though. Yep. And he didn't end up winning because he planned it himself, so they didn't get any money. That's true. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, he lost all the money. That's late.
All right, thanks for listening to another episode of Coming Off the Bench and bearing with our voices here. Um, we yeah. have morning hopefully voices. Too morning. Yeah, hopefully it didn't sound too morning-ish. Yeah, it was fun to wake up and drink my coffee too. Talking about sports and whatnot. Now I get to go to work. I get to work with Brandon today, so. Yep, and guess what we're going to do? Probably talk sports. Probably. We're going to talk about sports. <laughs> all, the, all the things that we don't want to say on the podcast that we say. Sometimes we have to, exactly. when, when we get real big, like when our podcast gets really popular, like ESPN popular, we have to create like a coming off the bench plus account so people can like, Ooh. you know, pay us. We'll just record. They can pay us buku bucks and then they get access to our conversations at work. Yeah. Which we'll just put mics on ourselves right. as we work. Yeah. Mm. That's, that's a good. good idea. Yeah. If you think that's a great idea, please rate, review, subscribe. If you think it's a bad idea, please rate, review, subscribe yeah. on our podcast. Right. If that's but, a thing anymore. But, but only rate it five stars. Even if you think it's a bad idea, still five stars. <laughs> and if you do Thank think you. that the coming off the bench plus is a good idea, send us a $500 check and we'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Couldn't have said it better myself. <laughs> I think all of our listeners understand that we do not want money. Um, so hopefully you guys know that when we joke about money, we don't actually expect you to send it. So anyway, I think, I think my Venmo account's still out there. So, I mean, feel free. Anyway, how, you never updated on us. How much money did you get? Oh, from that's that? right. Five bucks. Five bucks. <laughs> just Cheryl. I just want yep. From your wife. <laughs> <laughs> Five bucks towards the Kelly green. Nobody wanted to pay you. Oh, uh, I guess, no, our, I guess, our, trust. I guess our fans aren't as loyal. They think you're gonna <laughs> take take the money and use it for drug money, for, for big wow. pharma. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but I got, I did get Jeremiah did reach out and he gave me a good some a uh, good website to go look for. Yeah, for some jerseys. So, thank you, Jer. Black market, can't beat the black market. Yep. Nope. <laughs> I know. I saw I saw next to I saw eagle jerseys. Like Bengals jerseys, kidneys, and uh, yeah, Kid- <laughs> ready to go. <laughs> That's good. <Ready. laughs> They're ready. <laughs> nice. I'll keep that in mind. So, didn't sign them what I wanted yet. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's go to work. Cool. All right. See you in a bit. Thanks, guys, guys, for listening. See ya. <laughs>